What's up, guys? Welcome to the Mike and Sav Show podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Savage, the coach of the Savage Strikers. I am joined by Mikey. How are you, Mikey? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am wondering how your name ended up being first on on the name of the podcast, Mike and Sav Show. I think it's just because it rolls off the tongue nicer than Savage and Mike. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. How did you <laughs> How did you go this week? Anyway, very tough week in the buys. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, how How many players did you field, and how did you go? So, um, at the end of the like the start of the week, like I was dreading it with the teams list. So I only had twelve, but um, like thirty five percent of other super coaches, uh, Katoa was a late in, and I was able to field thirteen. Um, I, I had an excellent week. Um, you know. 1,800 if I came for the round and um, obviously I had the VC on Tamalolo and I managed to score I think it was 940-49 so um, I jumped I jumped up massively so I'm on I'm on cloud now um, cloud nine right now so I'm ranked 476 I moved up 638 spots so um, I was a little worried going into it but um, I'm sitting nice and pretty right now um, how'd you go? That is awesome. Uh, I ended up fielding one less than you when it looked like at the start of the week I'd have one or two more than you. So crazy how team lists change things and people like Sione Katoa being in. Um, I started terribly. Well, no, let me rephrase that. I had Coruscant, Tapao, and Thurston. So I started great, but no Taumalolo. Really burnt me this week. Yeah, not having Lolo is, you know, anyone that didn't have Lolo, which is not many people, um, yeah, it hurts. And especially not having that piece on, you're immediately going to be left behind. Yeah, exactly. But, um, exactly. You but still I, did pretty good. Yeah, and, ended, up, ended up with 832, and I ended up going up th- 400 places from 2016 to 1,600. So I can't complain with that considering the circumstances, but at the same time, it, it's, it's more of a... Could have been so much more. Yeah, what it could have been. I put the VC onto Pow as I said last week, and didn't let me down. He was my top scorer, so it was a perfect VC for my team, but not for the round. Yeah, well, definitely, man. Like at least the fact that you know it just shows that there is a lot of coaches that you know might not have planned out a shocking round, so it still you know keeps you within contact of that top one K and. You can really hound down on it over the next few weeks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just before we move on to our trades, just want to thank everyone for supporting the podcast. We got our podcast up to 27th overall, which was above all other Supercoach podcasts. So well done well to done. the people listening. Thank you, guys. It, it, uh, let's do it again this week. Uh, I see no reason why we can't. We were above the Daily Telegraph NRL Supercoach Talk, so that is a brilliant effort. And yeah, let's try and top 20, here we come. Top 20, here we come. So, what are your trades this week? We actually spoke about our trades earlier in the day before Team List, but we've decided not to tell each other up until now so we get a good reaction. Yeah, definitely. So, um, on the, the obvious trade um, for me and that I was always going to do was Habili to Smith. Habili's peaked and could be a Dixon hole, but um, Smith's now or never for me. Um, 
break even is obviously one of the most traded in. So, um, yeah, that's an obvious one. And they're my hookers for the run home now. Can I just, try, can I just try, sorry, can I just chime in for a second yeah, on that go. one? With Havili, I've heard Hodgson is making, uh, uh, eyeing at making a return before 16 or around 16. So that's also something to be worried about. Yeah, I think he still stays in that side. He's played too well. He'll be off I, the bench. But, I definitely. Yeah. Everyone, everyone I, I think, you know, everyone's going to be selling up now because this is, this is the week for him to go. You've got him and you've got Luke that you can also look at, but... I just can't go past Smith with that low break even and kicking goals. So yeah, and he'll, um, this yeah. is the lowest he'll be all season as well. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to take it and run. And then um, my second trade was Herman SASA to TPJ. Yep. I did have TPJ. I sold him. I didn't want to get him back, but I was like, oh, I'm going to need him. I need another forward for the buys. But after seeing him named on the bench, yes, he'll still probably score 50 or 60, but I don't want to take that risk. Um, I'm happy to spend an extra 30K next week if he gets another starting spot. Because Wayne Bennett just keeps screwing this guy around and he's an absolute animal. So I've been toying between three ideas of getting either Widdop in, um, Rapana, and the guy I've traded in. Um, out of out of the three, I was <laughs> I, like... I know I was who like, you're talking R- about right now. Rapana, yeah, you would know. Um, yep. Rapana, B of 79. So I'm like, I don't have to take that risk now. I can get him in the next two weeks. Um, against Penrith, he does score pretty well. But at the same time, Penrith aren't letting tries in. So I'm not going to get him this week with it I'd, I'd love to get with it with that high break even against the Bulldogs but I don't think I, I don't want to get rid of Thurston yet or Reynolds because I want to play Reynolds against the Titans so yeah I've sold Cameron Murray I've put Cheekham up into second row and I bought Nick Kotrick oh what um, yeah uh, you weren't there Nick Kotrick is my outside pick um, pods have got me where I am uh, 4% ownership break even a minus 17 um, and I he's a left field option in the Canberra pack um you the only worry about getting him is the the, the blues. Yeah, um, yeah. You thought I was going to say Fusatua, but no, I, d- I did yeah. think you were going to say Fusatua. Not yet, because Fusatua can drop drop in money. I still want to get Fus. Um, so you pod, are but, you yeah. are still eyeing him off. Mm-hmm. For sure, and I'm still getting Kotrick, and I'm going to get Rapana. Well, everyone's going to get Rapana and Croker. I'll yep. have Rapana and Kotrick, and Kotrick will stay in my side for the rest of the year. I don't have to play him, but um, these kind of plays are going to be my firepower to keep pushing ahead to that top 100 so um yeah I'm, I'm going him as a pod and it's 500k but it cost me 50k to get rid of murray um murray's back on the bench i'm happy to say goodbye to murray done his job i really like that what about you man i'm very surprised i actually haven't locked in my trades yet um i did do sasa to to vita pangai jr but that's not going to be the trade i do this week what i am looking at is I know you don't like it, but I'm thinking of doing Orbison to Katoa, and I, 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 I just think that he's got some money to make, and but for, for two weeks, it's not worth it. It's a, it's a trade you don't have. Yeah, like, I know I'm very opinionated, but God. Yeah, no, I know. I, I'm just, I'm just all over the place this week, and I, I just don't know. I don't know what to do. But at the same time, it's not bad if you hold off on the trade. Um, you could go with it a week early. Um, you could do stuff like that. But yeah, I definitely think if you're stuck with what to do, don't waste and burn a trade. Like I'm gonna yeah, well, take uh, a risk trade, but it'll pay off. Well, like, I was if gonna do get picked for the Blues. I'm fucked. I was gonna do Herman to Tavita Pangai Junior and save the other trade. So worst comes to worst, maybe I save two trades and pull that trigger if Herm if TPJ is named 
in the starting side later on. So Yeah, but then you've got to figure out who you can trade him to because I was thinking the same thing, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to have to make a decision now because Broncos play late in the round yeah. and Knights play before them. So technically the only people you could trade to get them would be a Bulldogs player, a Dragons player, or whoever the Broncos are pressing, which is a Storm. Yeah. So that, that that's not going to work unless they finalise it two days before. Well, I think we'll get a better idea tomorrow um, depending on how Origin goes. So, yeah, well, so yeah. if Maguire mm. comes out uh, looking sketchy, I think it's definitely something I can keep an eye on and gauge then. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing and if um, someone gets injured in that Blues back line, then I'm going to have to not take Kodrick because yeah. he will be the next one in when it should be Aiken. But either way, I'd be screwed because I've got Aiken and Kodrick. But I feel... The center wing is the best place to play the pods because there isn't much consistency with the people I don't like other than masters and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I think that's a place where you can take some risks. Yeah, exactly. Um, moving on to captain choices this week. Who, who are your vi- VC and your captain ideas this so, week? Um, I've got way too much depth, so I don't really plan on playing the loophole unless they go crazy, crazy. But um, I'm going Adam Reynolds against the um, – there's an outside option. Yep. Um, against um, the Titans. Um, yeah, kicking goals, a few tries here. He's been pretty good. He hasn't got under 40. So he hasn't been crazy, but he hasn't been bad. So um, I'm banking him. And then I'm going to go Captain um, Cameron Smith. I welcome him back. So I have a thing for picking Cameron Smith when he gets a ton. So I'm hoping I can I can back that up. I've just got to play. I've got to play it safe a little bit and then take risks with pod plays. But Captain's here, I've got to nail. Otherwise, I'm screwed. Yeah. I, what about you? Well, at the moment, I agree with you on the VC thing. I think it's not something you should rely on, uh, especially with the depth of teams right now. Um, but the VC will be on Damian Cook because he's playing before the Manly Warriors game. And my captain's going to be Tom Trebojevic, depending on his involvement in Origin. Um, I just think against the Warriors, leaky, leaky defense. Uh, you don't know what... Warriors team is going to show up on Saturday, but Warriors record at New Zealand grounds that aren't Mount Smart is very poor. So that's why I'm going with Tom Turbo. And at the same at the same game last year, he he scored ninety plus. But you're not worried that Sean Johnson's back. The Warriors will get it back in form, and I'm pretty sure it's the 150th game, which is going to smell trouble. Yeah, it, it is his 150th game. I saw that somewhere. Um, I'm shocked you're not captain in Sean Johnson because if I had Sean Johnson, he'd be my captain this round. With it, it, ju- it just depends on how the Turbo Brothers back up and what yeah. their involvement is in Origin. Mm. I think I'll definitely gauge it and watch them closely tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I, I guess you'll never know until you see them on the day, I guess. It's a, yeah. it's a risky one. And at the, at the same time, I think if, if Manly do put a score on the Warriors, they will get early showers, which is a bit worrying as well. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I think this week it would be safer to not pick a captain who's going to back up from Origin, unless yeah. it's late on Sunday. But, um, yeah. There are definitely some big captain options this round, so it's going to be crucial, as usual. Yeah, definitely. Okay, moving on to the teamless drama today. T- today is completely... Uh, I-, I don't know. What have you got to say about today's carnage? 
So um, a bit of expected stuff, a bit of unexpected stuff, but still there's going to be so many mass changes this round with the fact that, you know, Penrith and there's a few sides like Bunny's also named 23-man squads. So what the hell are they going to do? And it's going to have massive super coach ramifications. Even in that, you know, the Bunny side, for example, what they do, they might want to rest Cook, play him on the bench. Then they bring, you know, Robbie Farrah comes on. Like You, you don't know what they're going to do. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of it. Um, but yeah, you know, Reese Martin, is he going to be, are you going to be able to hold him to 17 now? I just, I can't believe he's not even in lock and Adam Elliott's got that spot. Um, it's mostly bad, but you know, Sione Katoa, um, for the people that have held on all year, you know, he's just going to be nothing for me. But now if he can make a hundred or 200 K, I can sell to a nuffy. But, um, yeah, the TPJ thing, uh, Wayne Bennett pisses me off and, um, yeah, some, some mass changes. I'm kick out, not surprised not surprised about but yeah what do you think yeah i think the tpj one was the one that really shocked me uh, i thought he's been one of their best forwards all year and i don't understand why they've put him on the bench i think at second row he's been killing it and they've won the last two weeks haven't they yeah the last two games so they beat the roosters so. and then um they beat someone else but yeah, I, ju- I just don't un- understand that. And uh, Cameron Murray, I guess that was expected with Crichton coming back. At the same time, I don't think he's an urgent sell because he will get 50 minutes and his break-even is only 55, but he will be definitely needed to go within the next few weeks. Well, he, he could easily get into that starting side uh, if they want to arrest Crichton or not. They, I don't think they'll play Crichton for 80 minutes. Um, I'm just selling for the pure fact that I don't want to sell Cheekham after one week in any of my back line yet. Yeah, de- um, definitely. Yeah. And um, th- another one here, Reese Martin. So after seeing that today, it- it's good that his break-even is what it is. But Yeah, still in the minus. Um, but at the same time, he was a definite number for me for 17. But now it's, it's all up in the air depending on how this week plays out with it. Yeah, well, it depends where he comes on if he takes over Adam Elliott or if he'll slot into the second row. If he slots into the second row and plays 60 minutes, he'll still be okay. But um, we're just going to have to assess because there's so many limited forwards for this next buy round. And um, I'm sure me and you are going to get covered into as many buy possibilities in the next few weeks. Um, probably over the Super Trade Week, we'll cover all yeah, of that. Yeah, definitely. So um, next round is the Super Trade Week. Um, is it next week? Are you sure, isn't it? Well, next I week, next yeah, 15, week, well, yeah. I, I guess it's this week's round oh. 15. So ne- the next lockout will be the Super Trade Week. And there'll be two weeks off. So I'm not sure if we're going to do a podcast next week or the week after when team lists are out. But, but we'll work it out. I have locked in our guest, who is a guy from Blacktown Cricket, who is uh, Grant McCartan. He's a Supercoach guru from the Supercoach Talk page. And awesome. he has been telling me how important he think the super he thinks the super trade round is and he, he's going to go into depth for us and should be good yeah well it's, it's going to be tough because you get five trades but nobody has or not nobody but a lot of people will be running low on them so you know this is recovery time and the biggest thing i keep hearing is there's not enough quality to, to fill the side for 17 and everyone was saying that with 13 don't pull apart your side but at the same time you've got to trust your gut because the only reason i got I moved ahead on ranking was from making some risky calls. So um, I'm planning to fill 15. Um, I, I agree. I think 15, 16, it. if you can't, like, like if you can't, I guess if you've got the trade 17, 
depending on no, who you get. I, I think that'd be too much. Yeah, but like, the, yeah, the quality is is very tough. Um, so get get players like Kotrick that you wouldn't mind holding because that'd be X factor. If you're gonna, you know, slip behind an overall and then go for a cash comp in your head for head, like what the the soul taker done. Like you know, Kotrick to me could be someone that could score 150 and I could captain him if I needed a win. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. You've got to think of those kind of plays. Yeah, definitely. Okay, we are joined by a special guest today, Finchy. Michael Finch is a member of the Supercoach Fanatics Group. How are you, Finchy? Oh, I'm great, mate. Doing well in the old Supercoach and slowly climbing up the ladder, but yeah, I'm doing well. Good to have you on board. How'd you go this week? Oh, I was all right, considering I had 10. Um, basically, yeah, pretty much consolidated at about round nine that I wasn't going to field 17 without sacrificing round 17. So with 10 and thankfully picked a, finally picked a good captain. Oh, I cannot pick pick? that to save me life this, this year. Who was it? Um, yeah, it was Tamalola. Oh, that hurts me. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I got, thank goodness for that one. Um, and yeah, with 10 players managed to, to scrape. Scraped to uh, 664 points, which I thought was pretty. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Pretty good for ten players. That's yeah. solid yeah. for ten players. Yeah, in a buy round, so yeah, and yeah, it's sitting at about in my worst season yet at, at just uh, 22,000. So that's okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not. Up slightly. That's not bad <laughs> nice, considering nice. you fielded ten players. So I, I think. Imagine if your players perform like that every week when you had seventeen. That you'd be scoring, you'd be scoring well every week, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd be loving it. Yeah, it'd be great. Did you have any pods Did this you? week? Uh, pods. Oh, hang on, let me check the team. Um. So, like, did did you take a pun on someone like Upside Chorus Owl or something? No, nah, no, nah, I wasn't that brave. I've still got uh, Cook and Smith as my um, hookers. Yeah, it's a set up to get really. You don't yeah. Really yeah. My, my biggest pod that I took was Michael Cheekham. Oh, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I jumped on boat too. He wasn't too great, but he wasn't He wasn't bad. He was solid. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I thought, well, thought with the, the Tiger, who are they playing? Cowboys. I thought he might get up, up for a couple, but yeah, you know, it was decent for me. So considering, yeah, I flopped, wasn't bad. Yeah, and, and the the jewels always handy too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I flopped because I had capable as well. I thought I'd get a run, and uh, he, yeah, he got me nothing. So oh, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 good, that's yeah. devastating. Uh, what what are your trades this week? Um, do, have you locked them in yet, or has team? Yeah, reached- I've already locked them in because I'm a rapid rage trader. I hate. Sitting on the weekend, not making trades. Oh, it's just mo- not- Monday's one PM is my trade time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like Brennan. So, so my first trade was uh, uh, the Parramatta George Jennings down to okay, uh, yeah. John Olive. Down oh, are you going a week early? You're not. You're not yeah. scared going a week early. No, no, not scared. Well, I thought his job scared. He's all right because Morris is out and he played really well his first game. So I can't can't yeah. see him losing his spot. Um, yeah, it's just injury always scares me when you're making those decisions. That's what always scares me. Yeah, because it always to... happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, Katoa bite bit me on the arm, on the butt this week because I traded him out last week. Oh, God. And oh, I've well, had... Brennan traded him out too, yeah. yeah. And I've had him since round one. And I thought, oh, well, there's no point trading him. But, you know, oh, well, such yeah. a super coach. Yeah, and... yeah second trade. 
Yeah, second trade, trading out Thurston for Cleary. Just so sick of Thurston. I've had him since round one. Oh, and I'm yeah. over it. I'm over it. He's gone. He's done. He's done his job for round 13. And yeah, no. Nah, I think it's yeah. someone who hasn't had him since round one, who pretty much got him when he went on a decent run. I think we're, we're more coped to holding Thurston. Mikey, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I only am because he's lost so much cash, and with that sixty-seven, once the eighteen's out of his rolling average, I'm gonna just bank on him. Yeah, you know, well, he's versus Parramatta this week, so that's the main reason why I'm holding. Him yeah, well, I, I, I understand the frust the frustration. But, yeah, but sometimes I, you just got to pull the, the pull the trigger. I, I had yeah. him, I had him penciled in to trade out this week, but since he scored okay last week, I, I think he can get back up there. I guess. Yeah. I like the Cleary trade, but nice pod. Um, you're not worried about him. Obviously, he's playing Origin, so you're not worried about the number for 17 or you just sink him for your well, run home. Looking at, um, besides me fullback, fullback position, I'm going to be fielding at least 14 players, 14, Which, 15. That, that's a good number. That's what you're, I think that's, a minute, that's what you need at least, 14. Yeah, for 17, which, which, I, which I targeted as the bigger buy round because it's, it's the hardest, hardest to cover. So, yeah, I've got um, – well, I don't mean to brag, but, yeah, but I've got Mboy in a, in the same spot as Harve. So, even if Cleary yeah, does I'm, I'm looking at play, I've got, yeah. yeah, I've got coverage for him. So, I'm yeah, for me, Cleary's set and forget. You know, he's, he's the Thurston replacement. Once Thurston retires, yeah, if you don't have Cleary, you know, your team's no good. But yeah, yeah I, I definitely want to run home with him, but it's just the fact that you, you've got to... I just want to try and get ahead with the next buy, so it's a tough part. I like it, and especially at 22... Uh, ranked at 22,000, I, I don't think it's that big a risk. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, and the fact that no one else will probably get clear until after 17, if he goes on a big run before Origin, then you know what I mean? You're going to reap the rewards of the pod, which is what you're probably going for. Yeah, he's at his probably his cheapest he'll ever be this season at five hundred k. So he's 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 not that hard to upgrade Thurston to Cleary. I mean, hundred k yeah. is 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 nothing. So and he can yeah. get the um, goal kicking duties back at any point, and then bang, he's he's set for some more money there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Panthers are going to go on the run. Well, they're set set the top two, so I can't see him. Don't you mean they're going to continue their run? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. continue their run, so yeah, you know. As a Penrith supporter, I, I bloody hope so. Yeah, well, oh, well. I, I don't think they they've ha- haven't had a complete performance yet, and that's not far away, I think, and especially with... Oh, no, I, I, you definitely say they did against the Dragons. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah, were, uh, uh, yeah. they, they did, yeah. I have to agree yeah. with you there. Hello? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. So, so we're going to move on to the game show. Um, do, you know how, okay. do you know how this works, Finchie? Uh, a little bit. You'll have to refresh my memory, though. I'll, I'll refresh your memory. So, we have eight questions related to Supercoach. So, related to trades and stats and stuff. And you have yeah. 60 seconds to answer them all. You can pass, yeah, right. you can pass if you want to. Um, but then we'll come back to it if you have time. So, yeah, Brennan yeah. will read the questions and I'll say if they were wrong or right. Um, yeah, there's some questions where you can say a player and... A number, if you can just do a rough number, we'll give you a bonus point. But um, yeah, we'll just roll through. Yeah, so just do, yeah. do your best to answer the questions and try and be quick, I guess. Yeah, some yeah. of them, you know, you can just shout at a popular name and you'll probably get it right. Yeah, just... just yeah, yeah. of course. 
Best off having a stab rather than letting it go to the keeper. Well, I'll just think it's like perfect eight. Yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess that's what it should be called, perfect eight. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. He, he's just one. come up with the the the, the segment game, name. The segment name. So this is the perfect eight segment. Not actually <laughs> perfect eight. So here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. All right. This week's most traded in player. Uh, it'd it, it have to be Olive. John Olive. Uh, incorrect. Most traded out player this week. Oh, Thurston. Incorrect. How many hundreds has Jason Talmalolo scored this year? Two. Correct. How many super coach points do you get for a field goal? One. Incorrect. Who is the highest averaging super coach player? Hint, he has only played one game and that was in round 14. Oh, no, you mean yeah, it was last round. It was Robbie Farah. Yay. Correct. On the weekend, Kalen Ponga scored 75 points with 20 points in goals and minus two in missed goals. What would his score be if he kicked the goal that he missed? Uh, 78? Correct. No. Most owned player. Oh, my stoned. Uh, Tedesco. Incorrect. And highest captain percentage for the week? Ooh, I'd say Tamalolo. Correct. Correct. So, how many did he get there? I, I think he did a pretty good job. So, he got number two right. He got he got three, I think. Three, yeah. Yeah, three out of eight. Three and out of eight. That's only that's one. pretty good compared to everyone else. Everyone else has had a... Yeah, well, the highest... It's a hard... The high score was four last week by Andrew Tidesdale. But other than that, how many did the Soul Taker get? I think he only got two. He got two, and you got, what, two or three out of... Oh, yeah, I got four, but mine doesn't count. Okay, so, so we'll go um, th- we'll go through the um, the questions with you, the ones you got wrong. So the most traded in player this week is Cameron Smith. So oh, far, right. Yeah, so yeah. far. So with that low break even. Yeah, break yeah. even a minus two or something, so... Yeah, so everyone's going to jump on. Yeah. Um, most traded out player, as a Parramatta fan, you should know this, Mitchell Moses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I understand uh, you got the number three right, which is um, 200 for Tal Malolo. Number four yeah. is how many super coach points for a field goal. Now, I understand where you got mixed up here. The one point in the real game is for the field goal, but super coach points, it's five, five points. Yeah, five points. Oh, really right, eh? Yeah, yeah it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Off. It's a nice little bonus, I guess. Yeah. Um, you got the Robbie Farrow one right. And on the weekend, Caelan Ponga scored 75 with 20 points in goals and minus two in missed goals. What would he have scored if he kicked the goal? This, the answer is 81 uh, because yeah. six-point turnaround. That way, and yeah, it's a little trick question. Yeah, it's a bit of a trick. It was a bit too long, I reckon. Um, maybe yeah, we'll sc- scratch the long ones next time. And the one you didn't get, number seven, most owned player is Jason Taumalolo, forty-eight yeah. percent. Yeah, right. I figured it'd yeah. be one of the two, either Teddy or Turbo. So yeah, yeah. Well, it was Katoa up until and Kickout up until you know as a recent. Yeah. For the bias. So yeah. you so you did pretty well. So um you'll be second. three out of eight, it doesn't seem like a good score, but that's that's a good score. I'd so, be that's, that's so a good one. You're second on the leaderboard, so well done. Oh, thanks guys. Have glad that's to right. be here. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, we're happy to have you here. So before we go, have you got any bold predictions for the week? Yeah, we like to do this at the end of all our shows. We well, each pick one. 
all predictions is going to happen this round. All predictions. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, you and I. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, the rookie at um, Cowboys, Tuala. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah, Tuala. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, crack a ton. I'll go with that. Against oh, against okay. your I like, team. I like the left field pick. Yes, yeah. Parra. Yeah. Oh well, I'm I'm predicting a 50 point thumping from Cowboys. So. Oh, so well, at least you're an honest fan. And yeah, you're oh. selling yeah. and you're selling Thurston this week. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> I've had him with this rap on. I'm happy to get rid of him. Well, the only you know, what was it? He had a good Cowboys won by a few points. What was it? A couple of rounds ago, and he still didn't do well at all. Yeah, so. I agree. Cowboys could put a score on, and JT could still score thirty. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I don't mind that. Uh, Mikey, what what's your bold prediction of the week? Uh, well, we, we normally back each other or back up the, with the trade we're doing. So I'm going, um, even though it's against my side, I'm going to go Nick Nick Kotrick to, to back up with a 80-plus performance. Okay. Um, so 80-plus performance. And I'll say there's an attacking stat of a try and try since in there. Just one of those will be in that to well, make it a little interesting. What about you? I'm going to go a bit of reverse psychology here. So I think I think I am going to lock in uh, Orbison, Orbison to uh, – sorry – Orbison to Olive this week, go a week early, and go Watson to Widdop. So, I am backing Widdop to get under 40. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that to myself, but I, I, I just I just feel like I, I want to get him in this week. Uh, under well, we four. Haven't been, we haven't been getting these right, so it might work out. Yeah, it might work. Uh, last week I actually chose Dugan to go 80 plus, and he got scratched out. So the next I, I forgot what I did. The next closest player was Ferguson, so I feel like I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> no way! I forget what I said, but I don't think I got it right. Uh, yeah, I forget, I forget. you know you said Kalen Ponga to score a double or something. Oh, no, he had a good performance, like no double from him. That's exactly what I said. Still scored well. So thanks for being on the podcast, Finchy. Oh, I'm happy to be here, mate. It's a, right. it's a pleasure and an honour. Uh, sure. Thanks, mate. Just before you go, time. just before you go, who's your captain this week? Oh, I got to go, Tamalolo against Para. Yeah, just that's just a no-brainer for me. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like it. I like it. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Thanks, Finchy. BC's Rapana, so let's hope for him as well. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I like that as well. I don't mind that. I know, yeah. mate. No worries. Thanks. Right. thanks, guys. Thanks, Finchy. Uh, thanks, Finchy. See you later. Yeah. Okay, lads, we are at the final stage of the podcast. Questions in the Fanatics group. We went to the group and asked you to ask us questions and. Here are the responses, I guess. Brody Butler, is Madison a sell? If so, who would you bring in? Mikey? Um, I don't think he's a sell if I was to bring him in. Um, he hasn't been playing the past two weeks because um, of that, you know, concussion. Um, I'd, if I got him, I would hold him. Think of who you're going to get. Um, and all, all the centre-wing options, there's, there's not too many. Like, now that the buy's done, I wouldn't personally get him myself. But I feel like you'd have to hold him, Um if he starts stringing together some performances of 40, then I'd consider. Um, what do you think? Um, I. It would be frustrating that he hasn't played the last three weeks. I I personally would sell because he, he wouldn't be in my final 17. Um, but surely bringing him in, a lot of people with the way he's been performing um, would have would have had him 
in their final team. So why why change that plan is how I look at it. Yeah, I, I think so too. I didn't get him originally because I didn't think he was in my final 17. And I thought uh, in my center wing, I wanted more of an attacking option, I guess. Yeah. Um, which uh, I guess it paid off in the end, but who knows? He could, he could come back and kill it like he was in their middle earlier rounds. So I think roosters roosters are getting more dangerous as as time goes on as well. So their, their best is still to come, and they're still winning games. But I don't think they've clicked how they want to click yet. Yeah, I, I just think there's not that many great options coming up for round seventeen. But at the same time, uh, if it's for a keeper that you're definitely going to keep in your seventeen, and you don't see Madison in your seventeen, uh, I say go for it. Uh, ben Elliott, on a scale of 1 to 100, are you hurting over Lolo? Also, what are your thoughts on Olive from the Dogs and Olam from Melbourne for 17 coverage? So, do you know anything about Olam from Melbourne? Uh, yes. Um, so, I have done a bit of research into him. Um, he did. He, he had a... I can't remember what it is, but it was like a score of 50 or 60 in that one game he's played. Um, and when you look at it, um, he's their next centre wing after Tonham Mapea. Yep. Um, and I definitely think he'll play that guy either way because, um, you know, even if Slater is fit, Slater will be out for Origin. Yep. And then you'll have um, also Josh Adokar out for Origin and Will Chambers out for Origin. So either way, that's three spots. Jerome Hughes would get one. Yeah. Uh, Tonham Akaya would get one. And then the other would be Olam. So, um, so he's, Olam is so someone he's... I'm definitely considering for a Nuffy because you'll need a Nuffy at that point. But I wouldn't get him yet. I he's definitely someone that you trade in in round 17. Oh, definitely. Um, he's definitely because he's a freak. He's a Fijian. He knows how to score a try. I really like him. So, just um, just on yeah. um the Melbourne backline, Jerome Hughes is someone I've always been interested in. But he's he just, a freak. He's, he's so good. He's just never. I just don't get it. <laughs> what, what? He's just like always a, a, a buy coverage option for him, and nothing else. Like. How does he not get a center or wing spot? That's uh, beyond me. I don't know. Obviously, Melbourne's back line's a bit tougher, but, but sure, you couldn't get him surely more. there's a club out there that needs him. Like, Well, he played be... one game this year. He's played a game for 45 points, and he is at a 450K, so you couldn't consider Oh, him definitely, but you, you think someone like the Bulldogs would be interested in him. Like, he's playing reserve. They don't have the money. They yeah, don't have the money to be interested. Playing reserve grade, he'd slide straight into the starting side and not be not be at the price he probably deserves to be. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and uh, Olive... You didn't mention you are hurting over Lolo. Oh, I am. Uh, I am hurting over Lolo. I think that that's probably been the difference in me going in the top thousand this week. And yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Um, and Olive, Olive I think solid option. Um, I think I'll go a week early. Yeah, I, I don't mind going early. It's the injury thing, but job security... You think he's good, and he got 51 in no trial crisis. He did get a line break, um, but at the same time, he, he's still a great option. And yeah, I'd, there's too many options to him this week, but yeah, it means you then have two more plays to pick from next week, and um, there's lots. Yeah, definitely. Um, is it fair to uh, Ash Wheeler? <laughs> you know, this is going to be a great one. Is it fair uh, it's to be a sledge? <laughs> is it fair to say Parramatta Eels can't play any worse? And are a dollar eight to win the spoon, and Knights handed it over to them on the weekend. Hashtag Sasha Greening. I was going to say, did he hashtag Sasha? Yeah, yeah, he did. 
I don't don't see him getting any better, apparently. I can't... I was actually talking uh, about it the other day. I can't believe where they are. Um, I thought they'd be in the top eight this year at the end's Carsford. And, yeah, I just don't see him getting off the bottom of that ladder. I was very confident they'd be premiership contenders. and and... I didn't think that, but definitely thought, you know, around the maybe four to eight kind of rank. But, um, yeah, honestly, it's between them and the Bulldogs. I don't see Titans getting it because Titans have that a little bit of, you know, out of nowhere can pull a win kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, they've got... The, the, uh, yeah. The team's not... Their team's not... Well, North Parramatta's, but they just can't find the recipe to, to win at the moment. Yeah, I think I think they'll definitely be in rebuild by the end of the season. Uh, Sam Ford, after buying up to cover round 13, I now have a lot of depth. I assume you guys are in the same boat. How do you guys yep. go by choosing your 17? Base versus ceiling or opposition? It's a very good um, question. It, it, that's an awesome question. I like that. It, it really depends because um, the way I set up my team was also around the captain. So right now I'm leaving out five plays I could easily field. Um, you have all the guns in there that are going to get you 60-60 that are going to guaranteed if they play the whole 80 minutes to get 60. And then I go for a few. And then it, it depends on who the players are versing. So this week, example, normally I leave one of my halves out because Thurston's been crap, but I'm playing him this week. So I play the the players that have an X factor to go large because I can't just have an average week. I need to have a great week to keep with this ranking. So, yeah, I, I think you've you got to have a bit of both. Pick some solid forwards, then some backs with high ceilings. Well, and, yeah, well, my four reserves are, you know, a hooker, a second rower, and then a half and a fullback. So yeah. what about you? Well, I, I guess the way I go, it, if the backs uh, have a tough matchup, I like to lock in the forwards first, like uh, the ones yeah. that are guaranteed you 50, 60. Um, so are you doing that with the Tigers this week, for example? Like I've decided against Sharks, I'm not going to play Fenua. Um, yeah, play yeah I'm, I'm not playing Fenua. Um, I, I, I don't think he's a keeper till the end of the season. I think he's got just a bit too much, too many brain snaps in him. Um, that being said, he will dish up good scores and he's got great base for a center wing. Definitely. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit tough and I, I feel like players like R- Rapana and Kroko playing the Penrith this week, but I, I still, I'm still confident we're playing them too. At, at the moment, my backs are pretty set and my, my depth isn't great, but, but, um, yeah, I guess with the halves and, and the forwards, I'd do it like that, I guess. Martin Lau, considering the most purchase traded in last week was Moylan, if you have him, would you trade him out this week if you had 15-plus trades, or would you keep him and hope he hits his 20 BE? If so, to who? I wouldn't sell him. He's got a BE of 20, so imagine he has another great game. He's versing the Tigers, who have been struggling to find the try line. Yeah. Have good yeah. defense. Yeah. You'd risk it because even if he had a stinker of a game, he's not going to lose any money because he'll lose a little bit, even if he scores four. Yeah, and um, I think at the same time, uh, he, he does have that potential to score large. And if you traded him last week for for 15 points, how, how dirty would you be if he, if he scored well this week? Yeah, it's not well, like same with Cheekham. Like this, I refuse to sell him this week because I don't want to have a player for one week if he didn't do great. So. Yeah, um, Oscar St George. If Widdop still is Widdop still a season long keeper, or would you have SJ and Cleary ahead of him? Uh, I think that question is probably a bit 
irrelevant because SJ and Cleary are halfbacks and Widdop is a 5'8". Yeah, well, I still think he's a season-long keeper. Um, I do know that Dragons do have a drop-off, but no matter what happens, he's going to be the pinnacle and he's going to be a keeper for the buys. So um, even if he does drop off a bit, um, I'm just maybe not playing some weeks, but his, his ceiling's just too big um, and he kicks goals. And I, th- and I, I think the worst has happened and it, he, he might... Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll go on another run. He's got another rise in him. He's got another run in him. Uh, I think, three I th- games of 100. I think he's a good good buy coming up as well because he was nearly 800k, so he's 250k oh, less. Yeah, well, if if he this could be the the lowest he's ever been. It's just if he has one more low game, then he's going to be almost 500k in, a, in an absolute steal. Exactly. Um, Jay Haynes, what the fuck do we do with these coaches benching all the good players? No, if, if only we had an answer for that. Oh, Craig Bellamy was the worst with it last year. And uh, Wayne Bennett's always a killer with it. And uh, yeah. no, This week's the worst, but it's to be expected because none of the coaches could know what's going to go on after Origin or how their players are going to pull up. So I guess this is one week where you, you, you're expecting it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's for sure. Sam Resling, the Rattlesnake asks... Oh, the Rattlesnake. So this is the guy who... Um, into, soul Taker's mate. Yeah, Soul Taker's mate. Us with SJ back and it being his one fiftieth, do we set the VC or C on the roller coaster they call Sean? Now I am a big Sean Johnson fan, and roller coaster is a very redundant way of talking about him. That's a very disrespectful <laughs> rattlesnake. <laughs> nah, nah, SJ, captain choice. I agree, a- as you said before, Mikey. Yeah. Good input. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Holdaway, is it worth bringing Cleary now or after round 17? Oh, we did kind of mention it with Finchie. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I I wouldn't do it myself because I'm an overall player playing for buys. Um, I wouldn't. But at the same time, it, if, if you're going to be fine for coverage for 17, it could also work for overall because, as I said before, if he takes goals... Um, they do have some tough matches coming up, but I don't think they'll affect him. Um, he could be a nice pod, um, and I I do plan on having him in my team. So, yeah, as I said, depends on the buy setup. Yeah, I I like it, but I wouldn't personally do it myself as a overall player. But I think head to head, definitely go for it. Uh, Brendan Adams, who to axe for the Origin run? Teddy or Turbo? Turbo, one's got to go. I've um. I've asked Teddy last week. So did I. Uh, but I think now that you've held him through this first one, I don't think he either of them is a Russell now because there's no <laughs> there's no good fullback replacement. I guess RTS could be one. RTS, but, but yeah, I think the three you got to have. It's got to be a combination of Ponga Turbo. Yeah, but you're doing and... you're doing it for one round now. Like, uh. I guess if you sold him last week, you'd be selling him because he's out two rounds and possibly might not back up. But now it's one round. He might not back up. I'm pretty sure he has a Sunday game this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Or it's the, the Saturday night one. But... Well, th- this is Teddy. But Turbo is confirmed to play um, if, if there's no injury. So that's definitely something to look out for next week. Uh, sorry, yeah, tomorrow sure. night. But yeah, you, you wouldn't... I'm a little bit worried at selling Teddy. I think he'll still go pretty great, but at the same time, um, 
Ponga was, you know, I'm glad if I didn't have him, I would have fell behind last week. And um, I'm I'm very happy with the Ponga trade, and I was confident he'd get the goal kicking back. Which, well, yeah, when you look at it, no one has um. Well, yeah, you caught it, and you're right, but no one really has the combo of Ponga and Turbo. It's everyone's got Teddy Ponga Turbo Teddy, or, yeah. or Teddy Ponga. So, yes, yeah, I guess it's a little different, which He's, is good. Yeah, uh, I'm very happy with Ponga. He's been awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Nick Pacey. Zarko playing in round 17, would he possibly be a hold till the end? 100%. You you reckon? Oh, I, I definitely think you've held him. And the thing is, he kicks goals. And in that Brisbane side that's lacking attack, he's always pulling out these tries and attacking stats. Even if he doesn't score a try, he gets about 40. Um, and with a 40 or a 50, he can sit around that level. Um, he's at 450K and he's going to peak. But just see your options. But if I held him all this time, I'm not going to sell him after, you know, when the buy round's two or three weeks away. What? Oh, no, no. 50K. This question is, is Zacho playing round 17? Is he a hold till the end? So round 25. Oh, till the end. I thought they meant to buy. So yeah. He's a hold. Well, he's definitely a hold till round 17. Oh, but yeah, I, that's, I, yeah, sorry. I misread the question. But yeah, definitely. But at the same time, you, you wouldn't not consider it. Oh, definitely. Like, like as I said, or everything I just said before can say the whole season. You wouldn't play him each week, but he's someone that could definitely come in and provide X Factor, especially when it comes to the end of the year with head-to-head comps, like what I said before about Kotrick. So I guess you reassess after that buy round. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think with the center wings this year, there's there's no fullbacks that are there. So last year you'd stack up on the fullbacks, but this year it's a, you bit, can't. It's a bit more unpredictable on the center, wing, the center wings. So he, he is a decent pod to... Yeah, well, it provides a different element to Supercoach, which I always like. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's it for the questions. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, good podcast. Fin- and uh, before we go, I just want a, a quick thanks to Finchie again for coming on. And, um, yeah, if you, if you want to come on the show, like we don't care who you are, whether just hit, hit, hit Brendan or myself up and um, we can organise to get you on. Yeah, we usually do a call-out maybe on the Sunday, the Monday or the Tuesday. Um we normally um, we normally record on Tuesday around seven o'clock. So yeah, so so I guess if you message before that and you're keen, we're happy to get you on. We're happy to get especially you on. if you're higher ranked. We'd love to we'd love to have you on. We'll take any ranks, but especially if you want to try and test your super coach knowledge, we we love that. Yeah, definitely, guys. Thank you for listening. And Please don't forget to yeah give us a star and a like on yeah, uh, iTunes. Yeah, yeah, give us five stars, like our Facebook page, Mike and Sav's show. And that's about it. Shout out to Supercoach Stats for having our podcast on their page as well. And get ready for the buyers, guys. We'll have our buyers podcast up again with our special guest that Brendan knows who's ready to talk <laughs> yeah, you about the Supercoach. You couldn't his name. <laughs> Forgot it already. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Super Trade <laughs> week next week. So we're going to have a big show. Not sure whether it'll be next week or the week after. I'm actually moving out, Mikey, next week. So... Um, oh, there you go. So, maybe not next week, but maybe the week after. All right, well, Supercoach never, never rests, so we'll see you guys soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you.